Welcome to the Move the Stairs podcast by the Denver-based public relations strategist at MNC Communications. We help clients from the CBD industry to nonprofits and beyond tackle their toughest communications challenges and protect their brand using our state-of-the-art tools and strategies. I'm president and founder, Diane Mulligan. For us, public relations is all about brand protection. We are experts in growing active communities, deflecting negative public relations, and building trust to help our clients stand head and shoulders above competitors. I'm Vice President Sarah Beatty. We're all former journalists. We've been in front of the camera and behind the scenes. We call our experience insider media relations, helping clients turn crisis communications and media relations challenges into opportunities that bolster the bottom line. And I'm PR manager Jordan Sherman. At MNC, we craft distinctive and effective solutions for your communications challenges. We call it our Move the Stairs philosophy. On this podcast, we share our best ideas for brand protection, crisis communications, media relations, and more. Let's get right to it. This week's Move the Stairs podcast. To those of you who are listening on our podcast, um, we are recording in Colorado today and Thank goodness we're in the middle of fires and the snow is coming and the cold yeah. is coming. And I don't think anybody's been so excited about the snow and cold coming in a very long time, but we're waiting for it, aren't we? Agreed. Absolutely. Bring it on. More snow, the better. Absolutely. So welcome to the MNC Move the Stairs Friday Conversation, where we share the brand protection strategies for tackling some of your biggest PR challenges. And we are so excited to chat with you if you're joining us live today. If you're joining us after the broadcast on YouTube or on Facebook or on the podcast, we're just so glad you're here. Well, thank you for joining us, everybody. And we are so excited today because today we are talking to business owners, marketing and public relations uh, practitioners and departments about how public relations and marketing are really two sides of the same coin. And we're going to show you how that works today. So by the end of this episode, you will have a really clear picture of how public relations and marketing can work together to grow your business. You know, I think so many people use the terms interchangeably. They're actually pretty different, but they're so complementary. So First, we're going to break this down into our mini conversations. We're going to have three mini conversations today. The first is how public relations and marketing should work together and how you can get the biggest bang for your buck if you really know how to pull the two sides together so that not only are you building and protecting your reputation, but you're also bringing in sales. So important. Then our second conversation is going to get the strategies that you need to make that happen so that marketing content and public relation, public relations actually win for you. And then thirdly, in our final part of the conversation is how we're going to do a deep dive into how um, to use public relations, creative ways to market to your various audiences. So again, right, it's kind of like we're using those terms interchangeably, but hopefully by the time you're done, and I find that um, it's really, so many people don't get the difference and how those two disciplines are, both those disciplines are incredibly important to 
building your business and protecting your brand. And we are joined uh, for, for those two discussions uh, by a good friend of ours that we just love and adore, um, who's going to really illustrate some real world examples of how that happens on the ground. So we can't wait for our special guest today, because as you can see, Jordan is off today. That's right. He's, you know, he's at that age where there's a lot of weddings. There's a wedding every weekend. <laughs> there's another one. Oh, more friends. You have more friends and they're still getting married. My goodness. That's right. Wrap it up, pal. All right. So if you're joining us live, please jump into the conversation and let us know where you're joining from today. Um, we always love to hear that. And um, if you're joining us later, please post questions that you have about this conversation because we will get them into next week, week's chat. And sometimes we get great questions and comments from people that lead to um, new Move the Stairs topics. Absolutely. And also, there is a free downloadable one sheet every week I have to make sure this is in frame, um, that is on our blog. This one is the audience analyzer. So this helps whether you're talking public relations, whether you're talking marketing, um, it'll help you analyze that audience and figure out who they are, where they are, what media they like to consume, where they spend time online, um, and what messages you might use to resonate with those particular audiences. So that's on our on our blog post, which will be posted right after this. But first, we need to get into this, and it's wonky. This first little go of it is wonky. So we're going to try to blast through this so we don't bore people to tears with all of these definitions. So hopefully it's only wonky if you're on the outside. If you're on the inside and you want to make sure that your business is growing in these crazy times and you want to protect that reputation with brand protection, it's not so wonky. So anyway, so our first topic, put, Robert, put public relations and marketing so that they can work together. Okay, so at MNC, we help build brand protection through integrated public relations. And that means that we work in concert with marketing, advertising, media buyers, sometimes sales teams, to advance our clients' goals. So let's start with some basic definitions. Right, so PRSA, Public Relations Society of America, um, defines public relations as a strategic communications process that builds mutually beneficial relationships between organizations and their publics. Now that's pretty wonky. That's really um, wonky. Yeah, that's <laughs> as wonky as we're going to get today. So, but you can see immediately there, strategic communications process, mutually beneficial relationships between an organization, so your business, any business, and your publics. Now, that publics is a specific word. It doesn't necessarily mean customers, clients, guests, right? Because that's where I think this kind of goes a little, um, gets a little confusing. So publics, can mean, and we're going to walk through this today, um, your employees. It could mean your vendors. It could mean um, investors, right? Investors, uh, you know, contractors. Uh, the government. Right. So the publics, even though that's a kind of a, 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 you know, an academic word, it's a really important way to think about you are talking to more than one group, and that's where public relations comes in. So to get kind of out of Wonkville and into a little more on the ground, you know, how does this work in real life? We turn to this definition from a wonderful blog. And if you don't follow it um, and aren't on their mailing list, you should be. Um, spin Sucks, which is at spinsucks.com. 
spelled just like you think. Um, and one of their uh, one of their associates, Jessica Canfield, describes PR as reaching new audiences and building company credibility through third party validation. Content marketing keeps those audiences engaged with the brand and consistent throughout. PR can even use the content that marketing creates to assist in media outreach. And we're going to show you exactly how that works today. Together, public relations and marketing can accomplish goals more effectively. So I think that helps kind of um, make uh, the idea of public relations working with marketing a little bit more accessible and understandable from a, a practical point of view. Absolutely. We know that people do business with people they know, like, and trust. How many times have you heard that? And what is no like and trust? That means that you have to have a good, a good reputation, a strong reputation, a reputation that can stand up to when crazy things happen that you had nothing to do with, or when things happen in your industry that are going to, to challenge you and challenge who you are and what kind of business you have. That to me is the essence of what public relations is. That's filling what we, when we talk about filling the trust bucket, that's what you're doing. And it doesn't, you know, it's, it's as important. I mean, your frontline people, your employees are always your first public. It, because if, if they're not on board, then they're not going to give good customer service. So you have to make sure that the people, your industry is another huge part of your public because together you can have so much power, much more power and much more ways to move your message than sometimes you can individually. And then of course your customers and your clients. And when things go wrong and good things happen or bad things happen to good people, you want to make sure that trust bucket has enough credibility in it already that you already put in there, that you've done your education for them, that they understand who you are, that you've had your compassion, that you've told your story so that they're not going to automatically think you're the bad guy. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. And that to me, that's what public relations is what it is. What do that's you think, what brand Sarah? protection is. That's right, exactly. And that's why we call it brand protection PR because that's what you're doing. So let's now look at marketing, the other side of the coin, okay? So HubSpot, which is another great blog, defines marketing as marketing is the process of getting people interested in your company's product or service. What does that sound like? Sales, right? This happens through market research, analysis, and understanding your ideal customer's interests. So that's another definition of the audience. Right, exactly. And what I think is very interesting is that marketing helps PR because you also have to know all this to be able to tell your story well and build your credibility and know what kind of education to do and all that. You have to understand the audience. And PR helps marketing, which is bringing those sales in the door. Um, and that's that to me is how one hand washes the other and both are so desperately needed. And yet people think Marketing is PR and PR is marketing. And right. it's not that way, especially if you have people who are experts. And when it comes to brand protection, brand protection has nothing to do with marketing. It's a completely separate set of skills and disciplines. So that's why it's so important that you understand the difference. Right. And you can really clearly see the overlap when you, you know, when you kind of get down to that wonky level. Um, you know, public relations and marketing are both based on the idea that you need to identify your audiences and meet their need for information. Right. Notice we're not saying sell to them. 
you know, get them in the door, make sure that they come, you know, buy your product or services. You need to meet their need for information. And public relations helps meet that need by establishing credibility, that third-party validation that that uh, right. Spin Sucks was talking about. So, you know, and it also helps build and protect your reputation, like you were just saying, Diane, in terms of brand protection and strategizing. This is really, I think, the, the key component of the difference here, strategizing how or what a company might do or say or be involved in will resonate with their target audiences. So being a little bit of that um, forward thinking, like, how is this going to play? How are people going to take this? How could people take this wrong? How could someone who doesn't like you or is your competitor twist this, right? And damage you. Marketing identifies segments of an audience that might be interested in your product or service. Um, and then we're going to get into some real high level, you know, marketing and public relations and marketing to different audiences here in a little bit. And we're going to show you how they are best when they work in tandem with each other. Right. So, okay, it's your turn. So in the comments section, I'd love it if you would tell us your challenges at bringing uh, marketing and public relations together. Your challenges and even understanding the difference between the two. Um, because beginning, I think for any business owner, it is challenging to understand. And if you have a small business, you're wearing so many hats, um, you're like, I don't care whether it's the public relations or the marketing right. hat, but it, right? right. I've got to get customers. Right. But the one thing that I think I want to leave you with and from this segment that's so important to me in my business is that we work really hard at MNC to build MNC. And I want to make sure that that reputation above all is protected. Mm -hmm. That what people think of what Sarah and Jordan and I do, um, when they think of us, that they have a certain opinion and that it stays that, that very high level, that we're experts in this and that no matter what, we're going to be there for them and that they can trust us and that we're going to be their trusted advisors. When it comes to MNC, that isn't marketing. That's our reputation. And that's what we care about is protecting that brand, that that's who we are. And that's what we're talking about as the difference between PR and marketing. So I also want you to remember that we have that free downloadable sheet that Sarah's going to play Vanna White with, and, and it's the audience analyzer. So we want you to go on the Move the Stairs blog on our website at mccommunications.com. You're going to be able to download that. And that's also going to help you as you go through in thinking, who is it that's most important for you to build your credibility with, um, protect your reputation with, and also maybe at the top of your sales funnel for marketing. So we'll put all those together. And, and by the way, you know, it's called the Move the Stairs chat. And we talk about this very quickly every week. Um, move the stairs, what does that mean? It means that whatever the situation is, you're going to say, this is what I've got. And this is the most creative way I'm gonna handle it. You're not gonna whine about if only it was this way or that way or the other thing. And if you remember, I was in a, uh, I was in a ballroom Senator McCain was getting elected. The stairs were on the wrong side of the of the riser, and he was going to come down to my competition, and they were going to get him first after he gave his acceptance speech on television news. This is when I was back in my television news days. 
So I moved the stairs to my side of the riser. And because of that, we won the night. We try to do that for our clients. What do you have? What can you do? And how can you think a little bit harder than, than everyone else that's out there so that you can give yourself the best opportunity to be successful? And when you look at problems that way, many times you find solutions that other people haven't even taken the time because they they're still in the problem, it. right? <laughs> they wouldn't even they're, think of moving the stairs. No, they're so focused on, oh my <laughs> gosh, this is the problem. Instead of, all right, this is what I got. What am I going to do? So, yeah. and I do think to all the women out there who are mothers, we all know that we do this every day with our children. <laughs> Especially these days. Exactly. exactly. Nothing but moving stairs. Nope. Well, all right. So let's move on to topic two. And we're so excited. I can't wait for you to I meet know. our friend. So now we're talking strategies for turning market uh, marketing content into a public relations win. So content that starts out in the marketing department or with your marketing team or contractors, and then turns into something that is a public relations win. So to bring this uh, idea together, you're in for a treat. We are joined by someone who absolutely gets it yes, when it does. comes to using public relations and marketing together. And that is Erica Ferris, let me bring her into the stream here. Hello. The director of Monarch at Monarch Casino Resort Spa in beautiful Blackhawk, which is so quick to get to and such a beautiful drive and yeah. such a great place to, to visit. So if you haven't visited, you need to check it out. Definitely. But yeah. Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very oh, we're excited. Thrilled to have you here. Okay, so we always have to start with the basic question. Who are you? What do you do? Tell us about Monarch, what all that kind of stuff. So Erica, mm -hmm. the floor is yours. Uh, well, as uh, my dear friends at MNC said, my name is Erica, and I'm the Director of Marketing here at Monarch Casino Resort Spa in gorgeous Blackhawk, Colorado. We're having our first kind of snowy day here, which is some of my favorite magical yeah. moments any moment now there will be chestnuts i'm very excited um, so, I, I think uh, you're gonna break into like christmas tunes here I know. you're an elf it takes everything in my power the at the first snowfall to not Absolutely. have a, like a rampant jingle balls moment outside keeping it together though for you um, and for those real quick erica for those that are listening on the podcast Yes. Erica is wearing a mask, so she's going to sound a little muffled. So okay. if you're if you're listening as a, as opposed to seeing this, um, and depending on when you're listening to us, we are still in COVID time, and so we're mm -hmm. in like end of October here, and it's that's one of the things that you need to do so you can work. Correct. That's the case. I think being um, safe at work is is one of the things that's keeping us all open and keeping us all moving forward right now. And this mask is a big part of that, even in my office, because I have a door, but it doesn't close. That means I'm never kind of by myself. So I need to make sure that protecting myself and others. Right. So, um, so anyway, um, your original question, yes. that was so many Jingle Ball moments ago, was <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> Uh, so as the director of marketing um, at a casino here, I am responsible for direct mail, analytics, special events, promotions, um, our players club, um, advertising. And by advertising, I mean doing the buy, 
negotiating contracts. Um, let's see. Only a couple things, a handful, one Only, or two. Uh, I'm also in charge of graphic design, social media, uh, partnerships, and public relations. <laughs> <laughs> so Erica um, doesn't sleep and she's no. right. Doesn't even have a home. She just lives at, at the office. Um, I tried to negotiate a room at our hotel in lieu of a raise. It did not go anywhere. I still have my own home. Unfair. So, unfair. unfair. Actually, I'm thinking that might be a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. Although, I guess, I guess now I do sleep at my job since my office is in my house and Sarah, for the right, most part, you so I guess we're all sleeping at our house. <laughs> I think people used to think this was a, a wildly crazy notion. Now everyone sleeps at their job. That's right. right? Exactly. And for some reason, it's always bring your daughter to work day. That's right. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And your dog and your husband. Yes. And they get to come home. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so that is uh, marketing at Monarch Casino Resort Spa. Okay. Just a couple of things. Yeah. So... When you think about public relations and marketing working together, um, we're going to talk through what that looks like on the ground at Monarch. And I think yeah. what, what is always so useful to me is really specific real life examples, because otherwise it's kind of up in the air and hard to wrap your head around, especially when we're talking about two, I mean, so closely related concepts. So I thought we'd just kind of jump in here and we're just going to rock and roll and kind of talk through as many of these as we can fit. Of course. So let's talk about some things that started in marketing and then transitioned in a couple of different ways to public relations. And the first thing, so I'm kind of going on a, on a yearly calendar here, starting sure. in January and unfortunately not this year because of boo, the COVID. Oh. Um, but normally you're, you have a booth at Stock Show. True. Which... I hope everybody's heard of, if you haven't heard of it, it is the most fun you can have in, in Denver in January. So all of these stockmen and, and 4-H kids and, you know, people come in with horses and, and cows and, you know, sheep and ducks and I mean, it's every animal you've possibly ever heard of. And they have this big stock show and they, mm -hmm. it goes for 16 days um, and they have big horse shows and they do one where it's called the gambler's choice. Tell us about that one. Um, so this all started as part of the partnerships part of marketing. So partnerships is about looking around your community and saying, this is an organization that shares my values, beliefs, audience, things like that. And then says, and I want to become partners with them. We do tons of partnerships with different people for different reasons, but the National Western Stock Show is an institution here in Denver. It is something that's so important to the roots of Colorado, to our agricultural roots. Uh, but it also is something where as the, what is this? The, it would have been like the 118th year of the stock show or something. Yeah. And as they come through, they have, um, looked for different events that um, have the same spirit of the West, but kind of move the conversation forward. And mm -hmm. one of those items is the Gambler's Choice. Gambler's Choice is a horse jumping event right. that is done. Um, and what's lovely about it is we really share an audience with horse jumpers. Um, 
So because we kind of share that audience and we share a large Denver market, we wanted to be partners with them. And this event is so much fun, by the way. I hope you can oh, yeah. picture it. The fences are enormous. I'm a, an mm -hmm. equestrian myself and they are scary big fences, but they are like decks of cards fanned out and, um, you know, different really colorful jumps and each jump is worth a certain amount of points. Yep. So you get, I think it's one minute or two minutes or something to get around mm -hmm. as many fences as you want. You can take each fence up to twice get those points. But if you knock it down, you lose those points. Sure. And then at the end, you get the option of taking the Joker fence, which, uh, you know, you can get even more points. You can bet mm -hmm. if I clear that fence, I'm going to get so many more points. So sure. it's a wonderful, um, you know, medley of horse jumping and gambling. And it's great fun. And they're playing rock and roll music and it's a hoot. It's a, and I think it's, I, it's a, go ahead. Go ahead, Sarah. I was just gonna say, I love it. I was about to start the tie it into why PR is so important on this one. Do you want me to? Yes. This is, this is why. Here it is. Uh, so the thing that makes this partnership work is the public relations strategy in telling people where I am and what I'm doing. Because I can partner with the National Western. I can use their audience, my audience. And the credibility that the National Western has built with their audience then gets transferred to me through public relations and using that partnership and showing that partnership. Uh, luckily, we are there every year and we uh, put a lot of it on our social media channel. And that's how we talk about the public. And that's where we do the public relations for that event. And the thing that's really uh, lovely about it is it's, um, this is, I guess this is the thing, public relations isn't always talking about you but it's always sort of involves you. So it came from me, came from Monarch Casino, but at the end of the day, I almost talk about us not at all. That's right. I talk about where I am and what we're doing and what we're watching and why this is an exciting event. And I get to say the name of my business a lot, but at the end of the day, I only talk about, I talk about gambling, but it's, it's horsey gambling. Right. <laughs> exactly. I think that's such a good distinction. I mean, I just yeah. couldn't have said it better. Yeah. So that's how we, so that's how the um, partnerships strategy of our business is carried out through public relations. I think that works out beautifully. So mm -hmm. let's go on and talk about Butterfly Pavilion because that's another one. Mm -hmm. So we are talking, you know, in the first part of this, we talked about the third parties giving credibility. And I think yes. that this really talks, shows what we're talking about, whether it's the National Western Stock Show or the Butterfly Pavilion. Now, Monarch, of course, is one of the most gorgeous butterflies that's out there. And that's what oh, people yes. think of first, right? When they think of, um, when they think of Monarch, they think of Monarch Butterfly. So that's the true. question is, how do you take people who are already thinking of from a PR standpoint, and move them to what you do in a, with a with a company or an organization that has the same type of values. And certainly, entertainment is and people having a great time and people um, people looking for something to do that's going to make their life their quality of life even better. Butterfly Pavilion, Monarch Casino Resort and Spa, especially mm -hmm. that spa part. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> cannot wait. <laughs> Um, so I think that that's an interesting 
um, an interesting way to do that. So let's talk about about um, the difference between marketing and PR when you think of the butterfly position. Sure. Um, so this is one of those things where you want to talk about shared values and you want to talk about the shared values of your organization and another organization. And one of the shared values of my organization and the Butterfly Pavilion is that monarchs are a gorgeous creature and we want people to be able to see them and know what they are for generations to come. And one of the greatest ways to do that is to uh, look at conservation and look at the preservation of a species. And so um, for us, because at the end of the day, I need Monarch to be a distinctive branding name and have a distinctive tie-in. And because I am not British and the queen does not own me, this <laughs> means that I have a butterfly. So this oh, not that Monarch. Not <laughs> that Monarch. Not that Monarch with the crown. Right. Do not talk to our English friends. Very confusing for them. But here in America, um, it's more, it's very butterfly related and conservation and environmental protection and stewardship of our earth is something that's important to everyone. And so what we want to do is promote the butterfly pavilion and what they have and the things that we can do to carry that mutual conversation forward. Whether that's planting flowers outside of our building with the assistance of the Butterfly Pavilion to make sure that we can feed monarch butterflies and other um, invertebrates as they migrate through our state. Or whether it's, um, the Butterfly Pavilion actually does a lot with bees, whether that's using some locally sourced honey in our restaurants as another way to preserve local businesses and the economy and our environment by making bees a good thing. So that partnership is a lot about a shared value. And the best way to describe that shared value is to use uh, the Butterfly Pavilion as our third party and PR to say, here I am. And again, I'm not talking about gambling at all. I'm not talking about my property, but what I'm talking about is this pop-up tent that I have outside of Coors Field and hundreds of monarch butterflies where you can come in and spend time with the butterflies and hold them. They're very friendly, by the way. They will land right on you. And using the Butterfly Pavilion to talk about environmentalism and conservation. Okay. Absolutely. And that was such an incredible, um, I mean, a visual event. These were live, yeah. hundreds of live butterflies yes. in this literal pop-up tent. Mm -hmm. And it was at the ballpark. And so people yes. could come into the tent, especially kids, um, could come into the tent and they could interact with these butterflies. And then there were people from Butterfly Pavilion there talking about conservation and how you can help protect them and what you can plant. And so it was this wonderful opportunity to educate people about the importance of these uh, beautiful animals and how to help protect them. So that was just, a, you know, a very tangentially related to Monarch Casino and Monarch Casino's logo. But what it allowed us to do is pitch it to the local morning show and say, hey, we have a butterfly expert who is happy to come in with a little tiny collection of butterflies and talk to you about the importance of butterflies and the migration and the food and the bees and all of these things. 
and you know promote this event that is happening at Coors Field where kids can get involved. And it just happens to be sponsored by Monarch. And I think Monarch Casino got mentioned once in this morning show, um, you know, placement. But that was by design, right? It is because at the end of the day, the message and what we want to talk about is the importance of conservation ship and the importance of animal park preservation. Those are the things that were important there. And as people came through and we were able to talk to them about those things, um, we didn't make it loud and we didn't make it splashy. I had on a t-shirt and that was kind of about it. But at the the end of the day, what it did is one of the things that Diane was talking about earlier, makes people feel good about coming up and spending their time, their free time and their disposable income with us because they know that the things that we're doing are shared value. Right. And you gave back and you're supporting a, a phenomenal um, a phenomenal place in our community mm-hmm. where people can go and, and people know that you support it. Um, and that's where that shared value, I think, really comes mm-hmm. together. Um, and it does so happen, which is fabulous, that then, you know, monarch butterflies are part of the butterfly pavilion. So there's yeah. on so many different levels, there's mm-hmm. this melding of messages, which is great. And some is overt. And some is just very quiet and kind of in the background, but it helps to build that trust bucket for you that you care about community organizations and that you give back to community organizations. I mean, you were just telling us this morning that um, that you were shooting a video for the American Cancer Society here in Colorado, right? That's true. So Gal is coming up very, very soon, uh, November 7th. And again, uh, it's a partnership. It's a it's a shared value. Um, when we um, so we know the importance of getting back. We know the importance of, that that has for our community and then for us. And when we looked around at organizations that we could partner with and do um, what thing, what we noticed is that the American Cancer Society is one of those things that does not pick a specific kind of cancer. And as you walk around our property and you speak to our guests and our team members. There's not a single person down there that can't have a story. And it might right. be them, could be a relative, but um, cancer is a horrifying disease that affects just so many people. Absolutely. And we know we can make a difference. We can make a difference for our team. We can make a difference for our guests. And if we can do that by drawing attention here at work to wellness, to screenings, um, then we want to do that. And if that means that once a year, traditionally, I get to wear a very pretty dress and I get to look <laughs> a little like Cinderella and get your hair done and your nails. It's, it's a gorgeous moment. Uh, this year, this mask and many other things have robbed me of my Cinderella moment. Um, but that doesn't you mean, mean you're that... not, you're not going to be all dolled up for it this year. I mean, I'm I know not we're not saying... all going to be together, but are you going to be on the on the zoom or any place where you can get dolled up because I know that's such an important part. <laughs> it is. Uh, no one will see me that night. Will I have a pretty princess dress on? Yes, I will. Yes, <laughs> yes I will. Um, but what we do, so a lot of those gala sponsorship things that we do. So we provide opportunities that have great PR attached to them. Um, we started um, an item where our guests who get Tito tickets, which is the things that come out of the machine after you've won whole buckets of money. 
and they have change on them and you put them in our every machines and the coin, the up to 99 cents, it gives you an option. Would you like to donate this money? And um, ACS is one of, one of the options. It's one of four options that we have on that kiosk. And we will announce at Gala in two weeks that our guests, even with a COVID closure in this calendar year, have generously donated almost $4,000 to the American Cancer Society. And this is in 99 cent or less increments. Increments, yes. So I want to, I love it because I want to make sure people know how this works. So you win $112.37 and you can go to the machine and say, give me my $112. And then the machine will say, great. Do you want the whole thing? Do you want the 37 cents or do you want to donate that 37 cents and not deal with the change? Mm-hmm. And then people can decide, do they want to keep the 37 cents or they want to, you know, not have that banging around in their pocket. And most people by their very nature are incredibly generous. And it's something that I've noticed this year, probably more than in any past year, the individual in our society has become incredibly generous and our guests have been so willing to donate 12 cents. 37 cents, 60 cents. And we give that money to the American Cancer Society. Our team members are given an option to wear jeans at work um, a couple times a month. They pay $5. We give that money to the American Cancer Society. Even with our closure again, just over $2,000 from our team members this year. Um, And then in addition to that, what we get to do is find one of our team members who's an incredible inspiration to us and send them to the Broncos fight like a Bronco game, the crucial catch game, Uh where we get to celebrate their fight, uh, their win against cancer. We have an incredible director of security who had throat cancer and he had it for years and it was this horrible fight. He is now, thank the gods, um, cancer free. Um, we see him That's every great. day. It's amazing. So these are things that we get to do. Um, again, I don't know that this this is almost nothing to do with what we do here in the building. Uh, right. But again, it's about a shared value. It's about wanting to be, people's want to be in a fight and be in a community together. And right. people's want to do business with businesses that are in the same fight they are. And that's what we do as an organization. And so um, normally when we have a large gala and you can buy tickets and you can attend and and things like that, um, we do a huge PR push to encourage people to spend their disposable income for this week, maybe not with me, but with the ACS, because we know that's for the better good. It's for what we all want, which is quite frankly, at the end of the day, I'd really like to get myself I mean, I'd like to get myself a new charity, but just because the one I have just doesn't need me anymore. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's been cured cancer and it's over. Right? Exactly. And then I can go on to cure something else. I don't know there what it go. would be, but I'll right. something. Uh, anyway, but um, what's great is um, it again talks about um, being able to, you know, share a value with people. Well, and this is what... Um, one thing that, that crops up to me here is that we got a phone call <clears throat> from one of the local stations who, when there was a coin shortage, 
Yeah. Um, they were like, oh man, you know, I wonder if that's affecting the casinos because everybody thinks about going in with your pocket full of coins and dropping mm-hmm. them in the slot machines. And so this is where Monarch has developed into a thought leader because it wasn't us saying, oh yeah, by the way, it was one of the TV stations calling us and saying, hey, does this coin shortage affect you? And as a matter of fact, it did, right? It did. And if you have a couple of nickels, you can go ahead and give me those nickels and I will give you, like, if you have enough, I will give you money for those nickels. Um, <laughs> so just putting it out there, if you've got a nickel, I could totally use it. Um, <laughs> it's nickels. I have no idea why. Nickels? Uh, the, that's the... the I'm going to start looking around my house. <laughs> I don't rob nickels. Anyway, um, yes, they, they contacted us, uh, but it also gave us an opportunity to not only talk about how hey, you know what, we're in a lot of ways, we're in the same boat you are, the same problems that they're experiencing, you know, when you go out to eat or the same problems when you go to the Michaels and they're like, you have to have exact change or you have to use a card because I can't make change. Um, we, we share a lot of the same problems other businesses do. Um, and you can help us be able to pay you by maybe donating through our every machines that change. So I don't have to come up with a nickel. Right. Um, and I, you know, we'll give you the bulk of it. Um, or you can bring your coin to us. We'll exchange it for you free of cost. It's not like machines at the grocery store or going to your bank where they sometimes charge you. You can bring them to us and we'll do it free of charge. So it a- enabled us to provide a service to our guests, uh, an opportunity for our guests to be charitable and to let you know that I'm sharing the same problems you are. Absolutely. I'm not immune. That's so important. Yeah. And we could, I mean, like I say, you guys, we've got so many examples here, although we've got so many examples in the next section here. That's that right. I'm, I want to make sure we get to that, right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think we're going we're, we're gonna to jump into that. But tell us what you think. Um, how will you be putting these ideas, public relations and marketing ideas to work now that we've given you some examples of how this can work together, two sides of the same coin, Erica? Oh, oh. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, I'm, I'm, okay, we're looking ahead now because <laughs> No, come on. It was it was right there. It was slowing Actually, over the plate. It kind of goes into this spooky thing I'm going to talk about next because that was scary. Anyway, let's look ahead to next week for a moment where I want you to join us on the Move the Stairs conversation because it's almost Halloween um, and we're going to share some quote unquote scary stories about how a crisis can sneak up and damage your brand and what you can do to prepare beforehand. So if you had something like that happen, um, and it came out of the blue. And then when you look back, you thought, oh, I should have thought about that. I should have had a little bit of prep. Um, email or post your questions for us for next week on how we can help you look forward the next time, because we're really good at that. Um, and Erica will tell you we're really good at that. They call us Disaster Diane and Company because we're always thinking about what's the next disaster. <laughs> That's what that means. I am not personally, a, well, maybe I am. Anyway, um, so. Anyway, Sarah, let's go into topic three. Okay, so now we're going to flip this over just a little bit, and we're going to talk about using public relations, so your mutually beneficial relationships with your audiences, with your publics, 
in creative ways to, and I have right here, I have market in quotes because we're not selling things to some of these audiences. For the most part, we are selling ideas or goals. So we are talking about using public relations in creative ways to market to your various audiences. And again, I think this is going to make so much more sense when we jump into some real life examples. And this starts with knowing exactly who your audiences are. So you've got, you know, as I mentioned up top, internal audiences, your employees, different groups of employees. So at Monarch, you've got management, you've got food and beverage, you've got security, you're staffing up in housekeeping, and then obviously you've got gaming. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those are what, five, six different internal audiences, you know, just under one umbrella. Um, so let's go through here a little bit and let's start with internal communications. And Erica, as we were chatting yesterday, mm -hmm. you brought up something that was a health related issue that you've got going currently and you're, you are sharing through an internal Facebook page. Um, sure. So um, one thing that we have noticed is that, um, especially as we've gone through this entire year, right? They are the questions about how do you not create a health crisis on a health crisis? And whether that was making sure that our team members were covered health insurance wise throughout our entire closure and their furlough. And now not creating a health crisis on a health crisis is whether you have our insurance or not. If you're a team member here, we will give you a free flu shot. And it's very important this year more than ever that we are protecting ourselves against the things we can protect ourselves against so that our body's Absolutely. in the best shape it is to be able to fight whatever it is we need to fight next week. And so we are providing those flu shots. And the best way we could think of to really talk about how important this was was to get our executive leadership together. And um, I don't know. So have you guys seen those really adorable videos where those dads are taking their kids to get their shots? Yeah. And yes. the doctor pretends to give the, the, the dad a shot and then really gives it to the kid. And they have matching band-aids while bang. So I brought that to our general manager with this need to have He's matching a Hello Kitty. <laughs> and I have this need to have like matching Hello Kitty band-aids with him all day. And luckily, nine times out of 10, he just smiles, nods, and says, what are we doing? He's <laughs> a great sport. So yesterday, at our very first flu shot, he was there. He got his flu shot. He's a real champ about it. He didn't cry or anything. Oh, good. And then we had a lot of our other directors and executive team go right after him. We took videos. We asked. Wait, I want to know, did you put a Hello Kitty Band-Aid on his arm? <laughs> it was a blue all of it was a blue lessons. it was a blue hello kitty nurse <laughs> right there on his upper arm to protect him um but what was lovely is there's a video so i got to answer questions about the flu shot why is it important um, what can you expect when you're getting a flu shot what are some things that you can do when you go in to get your flu shot to make sure that goes as best as it can and then afterwards, what are some side effects that you may experience? And what's great ways to deal with those so that they're not that bad? And then we followed up with pictures of a lot of our doctoral team going and getting their flu shot. Because um, I think that, you know, we 
you know, we show people how we want things to, how we want to behave and they follow our example. We care about you. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's really communicating culture using a a PR strategy to get it out there uh, because you're on a channel that they monitor Mm -hmm. um, and you're talking to them. They're seeing you're, you're exhibiting the behavior you want them to also uh, uh, move forward with. All of those are key. Um, but the, I think the compassion part of it is one of the coolest parts because that yeah. emotion really impacts people. Right. So getting to watch and you had fun. get a, get a flu shot. Yep. And, and you had fun with it. Yeah. I think the fun part is also key in that is mm-hmm. that, you know, um, had I seen that I would have left hysterically seeing Craig get the hello kitty on his arm because that's not him and that's a that's a wonderful way to kind of put some levity into it as well which is another one of those emotions that really impacts people in a very positive way I think sometimes people don't see their executive leadership team as being compassionate whole human beings I see them as the person that's coming down you know disseminating tasks and providing feedback and right and, and things like that so, um, you know, to see him kind of poking fun of those videos and I'm going to be so brave, can you be brave too? And, and things like that in order to really have a little bit of fun with it, I think goes a long way to help everyone in our organization. Absolutely. Well, and let's talk about a couple of other ways that you've used this internal Facebook page. So again, this mm-hmm. is a, this is a public relations um, maneuver to, you know, to market ideas, basically goals, you know, get your flu shot, stay healthy. We want to protect our workforce. Um, And another thing that you've done, you know, is in hiring because hiring, you know, it doesn't matter what's going on. Hiring is always a challenge. So you've used that internal page for, for hiring and recruitment as well. Um, Yeah, definitely. Um, Hiring has always been a, a struggle for us. Um, we are really quite close to Denver. It's less than 40 minutes. But at the end of the day, um, there, I mean, so if you think about it, a casino is a small city. Any job that you can think of in your city is a job that I probably have available at the casino. As a result, it's, it's very difficult to find a great accountant who can't also get a great job at a firm down in Denver. Mm-hmm. Right? We have to provide a lot of other great reasons for you to decide not to go down the street to be an accountant, but to come up here to be an accountant. Um, there's lots of great opportunities to be servers in Denver. So we need to draw a distinction and say there's a greater reason to be a server in Blackhawk. And so we use our internal page and our public page while well, I'm saying it, to really talk about the benefits of being a team member. Um, because as Diane has told me, perhaps every month since the dawn of time, <laughs> just because you're not looking for a job does not mean that you don't always know someone who is looking for a right. job. Yep. So just because I would say that our audience on our Facebook page is not the audience that is seeking a job, they all have a daughter, a granddaughter, a yep. someone a neighbor. Who's looking for a job. Absolutely. And so, again, they want to be here because we are doing great things here. 
but we also treat our team members really well. And so when we talk about how we treat our team members on our Facebook page or to a current team member, then those team members go out and talk about how amazing our organization is and the things that we're doing. And it creates a culture where people get a lot of, ref- where referrals become something that is, that is very popular. The other thing I would say is from a marketing standpoint, they're your frontline sales force in yep. many respects. Because mm-hmm. they're talking about what a wonderful place it is. Come on up. That's bringing you new guests. So, and that's where I see, you know, we talk about the intersection between marketing and PR. So much of we what we've been talking about is PR. But when people start talking about you and what a great experience they have and how much mm-hmm. they enjoy being there and how much fun it is, what mm-hmm. does that do? It brings you guests. It brings your company clients. It brings people through the door, whether it's for hiring or whether it's Friday night and I want to go do something fun. Where am I going to go? Oh, you know what? My next door neighbor works over at Monarch. She tells us what a great, let's go check that place out. Now you now you have kind of bridged that gap um, from a PR gap over into a marketing gap. So I think the nice thing when you use social media to hire and to talk about your hiring is it does a lot of great things. Yes, it markets my organization, it markets the building, it markets what we do here and the things that we have available for guests to do. But the more upfront I am with public relations, the more out front in the media I am, the more likely people are to want to work here because they know that I'm working hard to bring people in. They're going to have more tips. They're going to have a greater job security because they know because of the amount of public relations that I do, I'm working hard to bring people in. So this is a great bet for them for a long-term career. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, when you're talking about the media, um, it also moves public relations. We work very closely with the media because we want to educate people. You know, during COVID, when everything was closed down, what were we doing? We're doing educational videos on how you were going to be able to have fun when things opened up and here's how you play the different table games, that type of thing. But what we were also doing is we were constantly in front of the media. So when the stories come up, like about the, we have an election here that's coming up where we're talking about gaming limits and all types of different things. If it has anything to do with gaming, who do they think of first? Oh, it's so easy to work with Monarch. Mm-hmm. What that means from a marketing standpoint is whenever somebody turns on the TV and it's a, a story that has to do with gaming, who do they see? They see Monarch. And then when they want to go up and they have 16 different places to choose from, what are they thinking? Oh, we see that Monarch. We got to go check that out. They've got all this new stuff going on. We know so much about them. We have some commonality. We're comfortable with them. They have credibility. They take care of their people. Yes, that's where I want to go. I want to go see that place. And what does that do? That brings you guests. So again, that's another one of those ways where you establish the the client as a thought leader, as Monarch is now the thought leader in in our market when it comes Mm -hmm. to any kind of gaming. And because of that, you're top of mind. And when you become top of mind, you're top of the funnel and you're coming right down that marketing funnel. And that's where you're going to go and have a great time and spend your money because that's what you've chosen to do because they have such a great reputation. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how I think it's a perfect way of talking about the two, the, the two sides working hand in hand, but being completely different at the same time. They have different goals. Yeah. 
Well, and I think the Diane, you hit on it. <clears throat> the the idea here is that we have established Monarch has established these mutually beneficial relationships with members of the media in different areas. So the legislative guys, you know, if there's something moving through the legislature, they know who to call to get a comment. The um, business guys uh, and gals. So, you know, if there's a downturn, upturn hiring stories, um, you know, they know who to call to, to get, um, you know, get a, get a good soundbite about how that's affecting the gaming industry. Um, you know, hotel and spa people, um, totally, completely different audience. Tra the travel folks, right? Um, you know, we've built relationships with them so that they know, um, you know, gosh, I need to call and see what's available in the travel industry and, you know, great casino resort towns. Monarch is the one I'm going to call. So really identifying not just the media, right? That's a monolithic thing. It's kind of like employees. You've got what did we say? Six, five different groups of employees, and they may have different things that they need to know and need to talk about. Same exact thing for the media. Divide that down into, you know, specific people, specific reporters, specific beats, and build mutually beneficial relationships so that they know if I'm on deadline and man, I need this bite and I need to talk to somebody, Monarch always gets back to me. Always. Absolutely. And and that's how you protect your brand. So Erica, you have done such a great job. You have shepherded Monarch through a garage implosion, the COVID closure, <laughs> this incredible expansion. My God, this is a mm -hmm. list. Hiring spree, the launch of sports betting, and so much more. So we couldn't think truly of anyone better and anyone who really gets how the two groups work together and has done such a great job of intermingling the two, um, developing a team where we work together and complement one another. And I just want to thank you so much for joining us today, because I think you really helped people clarify in their minds, this is what we need to do and this is why we need to do it. And these are the two ways, the two things that have to happen to get to that, that bottom line goal of building my business and protecting my reputation. So thank you. Thank you for having me. I've had a great time. Thank you. It was fun. We I knew lunchtime chat. See? <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you. We know you're so busy today, so we'll let you go. But thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Bye, ladies. Have, Have a, a great weekend. Day. All right. right. See ya. And good luck. <laughs> <laughs> so to briefly recap today's Move the Stairs chat, we have talked about how public relations and marketing work best when they work together. We have talked through ways, um, really concrete examples, that you can turn marketing content into a public relations win. And finally, we looked at a number of real life examples, thanks to our dear friend Erica, on how you can use public relations to market to your various audiences. So that's a lot. And I hope you got a lot out of it because we had some really great ideas. And we appreciate you joining us for this week's Move the Stairs episode. We are here to help you protect your brand and build your business with strategic public relations, insider media relations, and crisis communications. Absolutely. And thank you so much to Erica, the Director of Marketing at Monarch Casino Resort and Spa. She's just such a delight. She gets it. And that makes gets it so gets it, here, which is fun. And we want to help you get it too. So um, we look forward to talking to you next week and we hope you have a fabulous weekend. Talk to you next Friday. <laughs>